Good morning and welcome. It's wonderful to have you with us on uh, this Sunday morning, on the fourth Sunday of Lent. My name is Reverend Tim Buckley. It's wonderful to have you here joining us live from St Matthew's Church. Uh, today is the fourth Sunday of Lent, but of course I'm sure all of you, I hope, are aware that today is also Mothering Sunday. Um, traditionally, of course, Mothering Sunday was the Sunday in which people returned to their mother church. Uh, and of course, today, maybe some people are returning to their mother church virtually as we can't be physically in the building at this time. Soon, hopefully. But it's be great to be able to gather together. And, and I'm glad that you're able to gather with us together today at St. Matthew's. This morning's service is a communion service. And appropriately on this Mothering Sunday, um, the service today is a real kind of Buckley family affair. Um, my wife, Sarah, is going to be sharing, preaching later on. And Sue, her mother, my mother-in-law, is going to be leading our time of intercession and also taking our readings. So it's great as family to be with you, family, wider family, both here in Bath and further afield. I hope that you enjoy our service. In a moment, we're going to begin with an opening hymn. I'm going to pray before we do that, though. And um, in this season of Lent, of course, a couple of quick notices. Uh, I hope that you may be able to join us for our Lent uh, gatherings that are happening virtually online. They're some fantastic times as we're going through scripture together in this season of Lent. All of the information for connecting with those are, of course, in our weekly email that goes out and also can uh, be obtained by contacting the office on community at widcombe.church in this time. Uh, and of course, on our website, widcombe.church. We hope you might be able to join us perhaps either for that or for our coffee mornings that are continuing to happen virtually online as well. And of course, there's lots of other ways of connecting with us as family. Just as we begin, um, some slightly sad news. Many of you may have heard uh, across the diocese the announcement of Bishop P Peter's retirement. May many of you will know um, that he's been ill for some months and receiving treatment. Um, and it was announced just at the end of last week um, that Bishop Peter, in the light of his ongoing treatment and the need to spend time with family um, and kind of recover well, he's actually decided that he's going to retire uh, and actually will be kind of finally finishing in office on Pentecost Sunday, which, of course, many of you may remember several years ago was the Sunday that he took office here in Bath and Wells. It's a sad announcement. Bishop Peter is a wonderful, wonderful bishop, um, but I'm sure that's it's the right decision for him, for his family particularly. And we want to take a moment just to pray for him and for the whole kind of diocese. Um, this prayer that I'm going to read in a moment is a kind of prayer that's been issued right across the diocese. And it seems good and proper that we begin our service by praying this prayer following the announcement of Bishop Peter's retirement. So let's just take a moment as we begin our service to pray. Gracious and loving God, we give thanks for the ministry of Bishop Peter in this, our diocese of Bath and Wells for his wise leadership, for his gentle pastoral care, for all those entrusted to his charge, for his integrity and his faithfulness, and for all that he has given to so many over the past seven years. You've brought him through these challenging months of sickness and treatment, and we give thanks for strength recovered and for hope renewed. As we learn with deep sadness that he must lay aside his duties as our bishop, we pray for your blessing on him and Jane as they look to the future. Enfold them in your love, fill them with your peace and give them the strength they need to move through this time of transition and letting go. Give them the assurance that you will always hold them fast, that this time of loss may, through your grace, 
become a discovery of knowing you more deeply, serving you in new ways and delighting in the life of their family. And so we pray for our diocese at this time, especially for Bishop Ruth, that you will give us patience and discernment as we seek the way forward, vision for the future, unity to support one another in uncertain times and trust in your loving purpose for us all. We ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. We're going to sing um, a couple of hymns this morning. Um, Jules, our wonderful organist, has recorded these hymns as he uh, so often does. So we're going to be using his hymns as we begin our time of opening worship. And hopefully the words will be put on the screen for you to be able to join in at home. Let's sing our opening hymn.
As we come to um, share in bread and wine later on, it's good to take some time just to get our hearts right before the Lord, to seek his face, to remember that he's a God of mercy and kindness, to know that he's the God that delights in restoring us to intimacy and friendship with him. So we're going to take a moment to just prepare ourselves to yield our hearts to God and ask for his forgiveness, his mercy. Let's just take a moment and pause. Holy Spirit, would you search our hearts? Would you draw us close to you as we recognise our own brokenness and frailty, our need for your forgiveness and mercy? You are the God who calls us to come close. May we boldly approach your throne of grace, your, your throne of grace to receive your mercy, your love, your forgiveness and kindness. We say together. Our Lord Jesus Christ said, the first commandment is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is the only Lord. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbour as yourself. There's no other commandment greater than these. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Amen. Lord, have mercy. And as King David prayed, we so too say, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. So yielding our hearts to the Lord, we say together. Lord, our God, in our sin, we have avoided your call. Our love for you is like a morning cloud, like the dew that goes away early. Have mercy on us. Deliver us from judgment. Bind up our wounds and revive us in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And so, may the God of all healing and forgiveness draw you to himself, cleanse you from all your sins, that you may behold the glory of his Son, the Word made flesh, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. On this uh, Mothering Sunday, uh, we're going to take a moment to pray. Uh, later on, Sue is going to be leading us in a time of intercession. And we recognise that on Mothering Sunday, it's not always a straightforward for day for some uh, women. And we want to recognise that. And Sue beautifully pray, will pray for that later on, particularly in the light of all that's terrible in the news at the moment. Uh, we want to remember and honour women today as a whole. And so we just want to take a moment also just to pray the collect for today on this fourth Sunday of Lent. Let's just pray for a moment. Merciful Lord, absolve your people from their offences. And through your bountiful goodness, we, that we, through your bountiful goodness, we may all be delivered from the chains of those sins which by our frailty we have committed. Merciful Lord, you know our struggle to serve you when sin spoils our lives and overshadows our hearts. Come to our aid and turn us back to you again through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We're going to um, hear from uh, the word now and Sue is going to read to us. So thank you, Sue.
The Old Testament reading is taken from Exodus chapter 2, verses 1 to 10. The birth of Moses. Now a man of the house of Levi married a Levite woman, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. When she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him for three months. But when she could hide him no longer, she got a papyrus basket for him and coated it with tar and pitch. Then she placed the child in it and put it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile. His sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe and her attendants were walking along the river bank. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her slave girl to get it. She opened it and saw the baby. He was crying and she felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. Then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Yes, go, she answered, and the girl went and got the baby's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this baby and nurse him for me, and I will pay you. So the woman took the baby and nursed him. When the child grew older, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. She named him Moses, saying, I drew him out of the water. The New Testament reading is taken from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 2, verses 33 to 35. The child's father and mother marvelled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. So we're going to hear from Sarah, who's going to share some reflections on today's passages. Thank you, Sarah. Today I'm going to talk about Moses and Jesus. I'm going to chat through what it is to be found in Jesus in transition and hardship. God is saying, embrace my commands from the arms of love in order to be successful rather than bracing my commands in and of themselves. In the account of Moses, we see King himself leading his people, ordering the ethnic cleansing of all Hebrew male babies. He's very fearful around God's prolific, favorable Hebrew baby boom. And in spite of their slavery and little or no human rights of equality, there is a death threat to our Hegai in Jewish history here. 
And scanning forward to the Red Sea, we know the lives of thousands of Israelites hang in the balance. We also see in this story a shrewd sister who is key in the rescue plan for her baby brother's life. And we see the seeming disobedience of an Egyptian princess whose mother heart came into action for such a time as this. I can't begin to imagine the pain with which Moses' mother laid him in a basket and pushed him into the water, assigned by evil thinkers to be his death place in the hope that he would in fact live. And the good news is, of course, that he does live. And here we are, the priesthood of believers from varied places and timelines with unique salvation stories or quests. The current pandemic has meant all of us to some degree have a struggle, loss of loved ones, loss of good health, compromised care systems, rubbing salt into that wound just a little bit more, financial tightness, plans put on a far too long hold, loss of routine, abnormal legal constraints on stuff we'd taken for granted, loss of energy, overwhelming virtual reality fatigue. So we get a small taste now of what the Hebrew people under Pharaoh's rule had to handle. Our enemy being the pandemic itself, the author of which, Satan, is fast to prowl around our hearts and fill our heads with a vacuum of fearful lies given half chance. So forewarned is forearmed, and as we also heard from the New Testament reading today, eight days postnatally, Mary and Joseph were forewarned, this babe is going to face trouble, said Simeon. And Jesus was kind enough too to prepare us for trouble in the world that we live in now. We would not be exempt. As we face it, let's not be too shocked. So what does it look like to be found in him? The Bible tells us that we are the branches of our father's vine. We have a unique place in the vine network and we sit alongside others who are also connected to the vine. There is an energy and a strength, not just in being together in this journey of faith, but in finding our place within the network of branches. In this New Testament reading, there's a beauty of prophetic word of destiny spoken over the life of another, Jesus. He was called salvation, prepared one, revelation and light, destined for glory. Similarly for me, being found has meant knowing I have significance and knowing there is a plan for my life that has been pre-written by my dad. For some of us, it will be using our gifts to set to meet a screaming need in our world. For others, it will be allowing him to move us out of one activity into another because of a season change in life. In all, there is a grace to minister the gift of who we are and to blossom where we're planted. Being found for me is when a shepherd can take me up and he can carry me for a while, gently restoring me from the bashes of life that caused me to feel insignificant, maybe dumped on, maybe overlooked. Being found in God is allowing my branch to grow back towards its sunlit angle when a direction I wandered down left me hurting myself or others. There's like a sharp clip of those shriveled grapes and fruitless ways as I'm pressed to say sorry, Jesus, when I know I've hurt his heart. 
I may have held on a bit too long to a grudge or got a bit too angry a bit too quick and ended up loving an altercation and crabbiness rather than doing my best to avoid it and live at peace as we're all told to do. And I hear his voice say, come on, that's not who you really are. You're better than this. But the good news is that our minds and hearts, though stretched, will be rebuilt when Jesus is in the equation. This pandemic affects us all so uniquely. So it's essential for us at times to listen only to him in the storm. We can choose to journey it with him or without him. You may say, but I didn't sign up for this. How am I going to continue to navigate these pressures without disappearing under them? John 10, 18, Jesus is saying, no one takes my life from me, but I lay it down of my own accord and I have the authority to take it up again. So because he willingly suffered and went to hell and back on our behalves, we can be found in him rather than outside his love and plans. So this is an encouragement to lean into the vine without attitude and unbelief. And though we endure these stresses, to let him know our distresses. Isaiah 63, 9, he too is distressed in our distresses. And then we can find joy and peace of being comforted, filled with his spirit in the journey. And we become more in control and less all over the place in our thinking and behaviour. The enemy will cause us to blame God for his seeming delay, to doubt that God's even interested in the minutiae of daily trials and plights that we face. To give up asking, asking for more than this and hoping for better things. To forget the grace and goodness that we've seen as it's swallowed up only in bad memories and experiences. So how do we make this season of COVID-19 into a good memorial stone in the midst of it? Let's lean in without attitude. Number one, worship. Our response to knowing we are in great need of shelter. He who dwells hangs out more than he runs away in the shelter of the Most High will rest. Will <sighs> rest in the shadow of the Almighty. That's what the good book says. And I can eventually reach a place of peace in my dialogue with him because I'm again free of the messy fumbling and mistakes to learn from him the higher way of love. So worship helps in this process. Right now, mine's a song. For you, it might be a sign of nature that speaks to you often of an aspect of his faithfulness or it could be a piece of art, could be a piece of instrumental music. Secondly, let's get healed up. And again, we look at Moses. The name's up for grabs, actually, according to scholars. Is it drawn from the water? Is it water drawer? Or is it one who's left at birth? Well, all three are actually true, depending on how he chose to look at things. Yep, he was left. Truth is, it was that or immediate death. Yep, he was rescued and he was drawn from the water. He was found the reality of a rescue plan to raise him up out of an impossible situation on the ground. And yeah, he went on to become a water drawer. He parted a sea. <laughs> we can see the signature of God on stuff. Can we? Can we see the signature of God in the midst of our own suffering? Down days, past or present. If stifling reflection are our best friends, it's really difficult to see the good in the future to come and to hope. 
So first from the arms of his embrace, it doesn't matter, he doesn't mind weeping in the right season. And then we can try moving on and change the tune and hit replay, choosing forgiveness, thankfulness, as our keys to a rescue plan from Satan's pity party invitation that so often can arrive on the doorstep. Thirdly, it's good to be asking Father for a miracle started. It could be this, to be completed in the life of someone else. I've learned there's no law against healing the sick in body, mind, when we ourselves are struggling with ailments, because it's all about him doing it for others. As the Bible says in our weakness, he is strong. We get to follow his shadow where the dark isn't dark to him whilst he faces our problems head on because we've handed him the reins and offloading our concerns in prayer really helps. He can, we can be in the light of his Holy Spirit and therefore lighter hearted. So let's continue on our journey to be known fully by him, to flow with his spirit and maybe part some waters, or at least find a calmer boat ride to rediscover our joy. And when we have folk ask us, why are you so chilled? Why are you so happy? With a slightly jealous tinge, let's be ready to let them in on the secret. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sarah. Let's just take a moment to pray before we share in the Apostles' Creed together. Father, on this um, Mothering Sunday, we thank you of that image in the Psalms. It talks of a mother hen that seeks to gather its young under it, the shelter of its wings. Lord, we look to you. May we find refuge and shelter in you in these continued uncertain days. May we remember your kindness and your goodness. May we indeed abide in you, rest in you and draw from you as you watch over us and shelter us. Lord, we choose to place ourselves in the shelter of the Most High. Amen. We're going to um, share together uh, by saying the Apostles' Creed as we join with the worldwide church across the city, across the diocese, across the nation, across so many streams of church together as we declare in this Lenten season our faith in the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Let's say together the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Amen. Well, Sue is going to take some uh, moments just to pray for us in this season of Lent and particularly on this Mothering Sunday. Let's take a moment and pray together. Thank you, Sue. Mothering Sunday is often a joyful and busy occasion, but for some, 
It may open wounds of bereavement or estrangement. It may be painful for women who are unable to have children for a variety of reasons. Let us be sensitive to these things as we join together in prayer. Mothering God, we pray for the mothers we have, the mothers we have lost, the mothers we are, and the mothers we would like to be. Grant your wisdom, guidance and support to all entrusted with the responsibility of motherhood. Lord of all love, hear our prayer. Lord, into the laughter and pour the freshness of your living presence as we work at our relationships and deepen our love for one another. Lord of all love, hear our prayer. Lord, as our children return to school over the coming days, we bring before you teachers, support staff, pupils and their parents or carers. We ask you for your protection over their physical and mental health. Take away any fear or anxiety they may experience, that they may enter into the joy of being with friends once more. Lord of all love, hear our prayer. Lord, into the loneliness and pain of those who feel rejected or undervalued, pour your compassion and reassurance that each person may know the full extent of your love for them. Lord of all love, hear our prayer. Lord, we bring before you those who are sick, in pain, fearful or anxious, especially those known to us. We pray for those who have died. May they enjoy eternal life where there is no more pain, sorrow or weariness and every tear shall be wiped away. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sue. We're going to come to a time where we're going to share in bread and wine together. You may want to kind of spiritually receive that or in an agape style, if you have some bread and wine that you just want to share kind of together as family and home. 
in that kind of agape remembrance, you can do that with us, surely. And so the peace of the Lord be always with you. Amen. Lord be with you. We lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to praise you, Father, Lord of all creation. In your love you made us for yourself. When we turned away you did not reject us but came to meet us in your Son. You embraced us as your children and welcomed us to sit and eat with you. In Christ, you shared our life, that we might live in him and he in us. He opened his arms of love upon the cross and made for all the perfect sacrifice for sin. On the night he was betrayed at supper with his friends, he took bread and gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to them, saying, take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Father, we do this in remembrance of him. His body is the bread of life. At the end of supper, taking the cup of wine, he gave you thanks and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in remembrance of me. Father, we do this in remembrance of him. His blood is shed for all. So as we proclaim his death and celebrate his rising in glory, send your Holy Spirit that this bread and this wine may be to us the body and blood of your dear son. As we eat and drink these holy gifts, make us one in Christ, our risen Lord. With your whole church throughout the world, we offer you this sacrifice of praise, Father, and lift our voice to join the eternal song of heaven, saying, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. We're going to join in by praying that prayer that Jesus taught his friends, his disciples to say together. Let's pray the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. For though we're many, we're one body because we all share in one bread. I'm going to um, share communion, and uh, but it may be that you want to pray along with us for those who uh, don't have bread and wine. I'm going to just pray this, to receive 
this bread and wine in that spiritual sense. Let's pray together out loud. Thanks be to you, Lord Jesus Christ, for all the benefits you have given me, for all the pains and insults you have borne for me. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, I ask you to come spiritually into my heart. O merciful Redeemer, friend and brother, may I know you more clearly, love you more dearly, and follow you more nearly, day by day. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Lord God, who blessed son, whose blessed Son, our Saviour, gave his back to the smiters and did not hide his face from shame, give us grace to endure the sufferings of this present time with sure confidence in the glory that shall be revealed through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Loving God as a mother feeds her children at the breast, you feed us in this sacrament with the food and drink of eternal life. Help us who have tasted your goodness to grow in grace within the household of faith. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let's pray this prayer together. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your disciples, I am with you always. Be with me today as I offer myself to you. Hear my prayers for others and for myself, and keep me in your care. Amen. Let's continue together. O oh God, help me to trust you. Help me to know that you are with me. Help me to believe that nothing can separate me from your love, revealed in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In a moment, we're going to come to the conclusion of our service and I'm going to uh, say the kind of words of dismissal. And we're going to finish then with a final hymn. I hope you've enjoyed being with us this morning. It's been great that you've been able to join with us and fellowship with us. Hopefully you'll be able to stay connected to us over the next few days and weeks. Let's say these words, uh, I'll say these words of dismissal and we'll finish with our final hymn. These great words of encouragement from... Romans, may they be true for you today. It's my prayer for you. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Go from this Zoom screen and YouTube screen in peace to love and serve the Lord in the name of Christ. Amen. Let's finish with our final hymn.